To the fifth and final episode of the Unintentional Community Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, go back, listen to episode one. This is the last episode, and after this, we will do something at some point with this podcast. So, like, don't delete it from your feed. Just let it be in there. Your five friends and a toddler smiling at you every time you open your podcast app, and one day you'll return and see some season two, episode one of the podcast. But for now. This is the end. This week, we are tackling all of your questions that people sent in, and uh, we are so grateful for the response. So thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this last final episode of Unintentional Community. All right, guys. Well, here we are. We're back. Woo-hoo. We're back. Hi. Uh, let's just go around quickly your name so that everyone can associate a name and a voice, because sometimes that's tricky. Mm-hmm. I'm Kevin. I'm Meredith. I'm Meg. I'm Ben. And I'm Steph. And it hasn't been four weeks since we were last here. No. It was No, we've been here every Tuesday night until midnight <laughs> to release an episode for you. Yeah, absolutely. We got questions. And guys, uh, listeners to this, we are so grateful for all the great questions you sent in. We are going to blow through some of these. Some of these we'll pause on. Some of them we'll just hit really quick. But we'll try to get to at least one part of every email that came in. So first up. Question uh, for this week from Abby Cool. Guys, that's her name. How cool is this person? Or she's not cool and she just put it in there as her own last name. I bet she's never heard any jokes um, like that. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, that's so true. We (laughs) are the not cool ones. I'm just going to assume that she knows herself. Hey, Abby, what's up? What's up? Okay, Abby asks Hi, y'all. What are y'all personality types? Uh, type A, type B, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, et cetera. And how does that affect your interactions? Pause. I think let's just do Enneagram for all of our no-chill yeah. yeah. fans out there. <laughs> Ennea fans. That's yeah. nice. We'll just, we'll hit it quick. If you Give me your wing if you know it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Enneagram, you just know more about like how they interact with other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, if you hate Enneagram, just, just, it'll be 10 seconds. Yeah. yeah. My Enneagram is Gemini. My Enneagram, <laughs> <laughs> my Enneagram is, uh, I'm a nine. I'm not sure my wing though, but I'm a, Pretty solid nine. Nice. I uh, don't know mine. Undetermined. So just I was, I was oh, hoping yeah, yeah, yeah. we wouldn't yeah. get to this. Meg, <laughs> Meg is like, she's an Enneagram anomaly. She's very mm, hard to peg. Much mm. like Jesus, she yeah. was all the Enneagrams. Mm-hmm. 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 I would put her somewhere, I would guess like two or three, somewhere mm-hmm. in that neighborhood. Lots of people yeah. would. But I, have, I have a whole would. argument, but I'm keeping myself we, we shut are not here. Doing we are right. not doing yeah. that right now. If you've listened, mm-hmm. you know Meg's like our amazing party planner and detailed person. So I think you should write in, dear listener, and tell us what is Meg so we can never yeah. Ask cool. a housey what? Cool. Yeah. I actually Googled what the Harry Potter Enneagrams were today. Oh, no. Oh, the Guess No what? Chill Enneagram podcast. No Chill Enneagram. Yeah. 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 I don't live them. in our house. We can't. We, I don't oh, care sorry. About okay. Okay. sorry. Yeah. Tangential. Um, hi, I'm Ben. Uh, Wait, Harry Potter doesn't live in our house? <laughs> he did for talk. the last couple of weeks. Um, so I'm an INTJ or an INTP or an INFJ. Oh, just science. Oh, okay. just the None of science. Are the science real. one. Okay. So I'm a five with a six wing. Mm. I don't know what that the the type is called, but I'm a five with a six the intellectual. wing. Hardcore. Like Real like pegged right right up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just right there. I'm a four wing three. 
I have so many feelings about it. <laughs> yeah, three of four. I have feelings about it, but more I want you to know that I'm good at everything. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there it is. That if you were curious, that. burning questions. Yeah. yeah. Who Look tends to plan group activities the most and what kind of stuff do you regularly do as a group? Mm. Well, the answer Steph. is Steph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Steph. Yeah. What do we mostly do? Uh, scroll on the phone on mm-hmm. No, no. On Steph likes to plan family meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. in the day when she had a little more energy, she always wanted us to have brunch together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but Games. even now, um, her dream come true would be us playing board games. Oh yeah, we did a puzzle the other day. Which board games will we be playing in my dream? Uh, Not Trionomos. Can't say it, can't play it. Yes. The other week we did a puzzle together. That was really nice. It was magical. Steph called in sick to work just to make it happen. I didn't actually. The women of the house do watch a show unnamed show of the Bachelor variety over. The other day, one of the first big fights in our house was me Kevin didn't understand. Yeah, I'm the one that doesn't get it. No, (laughs) No, I also don't get it. I'm in that. We don't need to go there, but it, it was. And then what else do we do as a group? Anything um, else? Well, I just think like the way that thing like activities work in our house is that like one person, again, usually Steph, sometimes Meg will have an idea of like something to pitch to the group. And then it's like a task list for how to make that thing happens comes mm-hmm. out. And then we all like do our tasks and do it. Mm-hmm. So like we um like, yeah, we'll do a brunch together where people will be like, okay, you buy this ingredient, you buy that ingredient or we'll host a party together. Or mm-hmm. like last year we were mm-hmm. like, let's, buy a Christmas tree and like have a housey center class. And so it's like, okay, we're going to go here on this day and buy the tree and put in this much money together. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like one person will pitch an idea Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. then we'll all kind of like, we're good at breaking up tasks. And again, if you go back to our old episodes, we're talking about like expectations and stuff. So you just really communicate clearly, Hey guys, I want to do this thing on this day. Who's around? Yeah. Who can help me prep for it? I would say like, if you live in a house with people, don't be hard on yourself. If those things are hard to like make happen because organizing mm-hmm. people's schedules is an impossible task. Yeah, like yeah. if you could only see how many group chat conversations had to happen in order for us to get into the studio. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Just, I didn't yeah. check any of them and I had 39 notifications. Yeah. yeah. When I think so. about the yeah. things that we actually do like every member of our house together, I feel like it's like two or three things a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, I think more Lots of little groups like within the house somebody, do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Somebody at the house wants to host us something yeah. and then we're all like, okay, let's figure out, you know, like mm-hmm. Clem's birthday party is yeah. a good example mm-hmm. yeah. of like, yeah. okay, we're all going to be there. So how do we make this like a group effort? Yeah. And I think, I think maybe if there's anything I could say to that and like letting go of how much I've probably planned over the last year, it's, it's understanding the difference mm-hmm. between, um, quantity versus quality. So yeah. just kind of like taking the times that we do mm-hmm. have together and making them feel a little bit more special, which yeah. I would recommend. Like if you have a chance, like there's times where all of a sudden we'll look up and we'll realize we'll all be in the same room at the same time. And it's like, this is so nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then we're immediately leaving again. Yeah. But it's nice to have that mix of personality types because like, I know I'm not good at coming up with ideas of fun things to do. Like I don't usually plan that well, but like I love just like doing all the mindless tasks it takes to get us mm-hmm. to hanging out together. Mm-hmm. I mean, so all like, of this is hence unintentional. Community. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't stress, but we no. do get stuff. Yeah. Okay. Here's another uh, sub question under hers here. Do you think your arrangement would have worked out as well if you didn't have a landlord and we're basically just splitting house rent? So mm-hmm. um, if you haven't, if you don't remember, Meg and I actually own this house. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a good question because probably a lot of people, you know, asking or looking into this are thinking about renting a place together. Mm-hmm. A couple of thoughts on that. 
Yeah, I think that, like we've said every episode, it's all about establishing expectations. So I think even if you're all going to be like in the renting zone, it still would be good to set up like a point person in the house. Mm -hmm. So like the person who um, you all send your rent to and that Mm -hmm. person pays the landlord. Yeah, that's the probably the person who should be like. Mm-hmm. Like you the know, pseudo landlord or whatever, the plumber yeah. or like yeah. that kind of stuff. Just mm-hmm. so that's kind of clear. Mm-hmm. And, and pick yeah. the staff of your household to be that person. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the right choice. Yeah. It'd be hard not to have somebody get bitter in that case. Like yeah. I feel like in our situation, mm-hmm. Meg and I understand that certain responsibilities the buck stops with us. I yeah. think it would be a lot trickier yeah. if you didn't have, mm-hmm. or, or you could just all hate on your landlord. Well, I know I've yeah. yeah. situations where that point person has a lower rent than the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, maybe a hundred bucks a month or something small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the end of the day, like you just have to figure out what system works for you, and then also yeah. be very honest if that system is not working, and you need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Right, you can always mm-hmm. course correct. You don't have to nail it yeah. going mm-hmm. in. I think yeah. that's the thing that we've all learned. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know a lot of this before we started, but if you have mm-hmm. good communication, you can course correct the whole way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think like you can't always plan for er- any or er- everything. Pardon me. So like if you go into it with the idea that like you want to be doing it indefinitely. Like, yeah, like your landlord might sell the house and there might be stuff outside of your mm-hmm. control that like mm-hmm. changes that circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if you don't have control over it, just be okay with that and just yep. assume that you're mm-hmm. going forward and can still tackle this idea. Like maybe it's for 10 years in that house or maybe it's only for like nine months, mm-hmm. but like Either that's way. still valuable. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say totally that like still there, worthy. there is something interesting in like, the, the attitude you choose to have in like responding to landlord stuff. Like I feel like with us, it's very easy to just like, if there was anything wrong in the house, I'd just be like, Oh, they're working on it. Like I'm, I'm mm. never upset with things like we that. We have good landlords. <laughs> we, have, we have pretty good yeah. landlords, yeah. which really, really helps. So like, for example, like when I first moved in, like very quickly, you guys were like replacing the cap, the countertops. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, we didn't have countertops for like mm-hmm. a couple weeks, but it was like, I was like, I get it. Cause you're replacing it and it's good. And like, I'm not annoyed because it's like just as annoying for you guys. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm watching you be in the same position as me mm-hmm. so yeah. mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't be as easy in the same way but I think like just making sure you're defining expectations mm-hmm. and setting things out really mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. right from the get-go and expectations yeah. sign yeah. a lease people sign yeah. a lease yeah. <laughs> another thing I would probably recommend is like for us it's it's a little bit more expected that Kevin and I set sort of like the DNA of the house or like we sort of have mm-hmm. like right. more of a vision whereas yeah. if you didn't have that and you're all renting I think the idea of having like mm-hmm. house meetings might be more important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right because for true. us it's kind of like this is the way our, we want our house to be and you guys are all like mm-hmm. on board with that yeah. and kind of mm-hmm. knew that coming mm-hmm. in coming in yeah but if we didn't have that I imagine we'd need to like um just have those more check-ins yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and probably the ability of someone to say mm-hmm. like maybe one person has a kid so they're like the the culture matters mm-hmm. a lot to me for mm-hmm. this reason. Or yeah. mm-hmm. if it's a couple and some single people, the couple might say like, mm-hmm. hey, we want to shape this. Or there might be a single person in the house who's like, this really matters to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to be able to say like, how much do you care about mm-hmm. the culture of the house and how much mm-hmm. don't you? There's mm-hmm. no right or wrong answer. It's just yeah. Yeah. some people are going to have that gift and some people will have different gifts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think on the, on the community side of unintentional community, like if you're actively shaping community, it really helps to have somebody who has particular expectations and who has mm-hmm. a particular vision. Yeah. Um, like Going for with a vision. Me personally, yeah, like um, it, it feels good to like have a particular vision to subscribe to so that it's not chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I can't do chaos mm-hmm. and it has to be like a particular kind of setup mm-hmm. or situation. So it is really helpful to have somebody who's like, okay, I'm like sh- uh, kind of shepherding this or leading this mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And, and that makes things a lot 
a lot more different. And it's not so much like a hodgepodge of like so many people's like different tastes or different schedules or different mm-hmm. ideas of what it means to be close mm-hmm. or like to spend quality time together or whatever, mm-hmm. like all of those things. Mm-hmm. It's good to have somebody who's, you know, kind of leading that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys want to know what you said at the end? Mm-hmm. What? You guys are so cute mm-hmm. and fun. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to listen to more episodes. Heart emoji. Thanks, oh, Abby. That's, that's not cool. a question, but thank no, you. Abby, so. cool. You're cool. You're pretty all right. Okay, next up, Aaron. This is an interesting question. Uh, he said, don't know if it's too late. Just listen to episode one now. What took you so long? <laughs> and started thinking about how I go into night shifts for weeks at a time. And I'm curious how Kev worked that out. I mentioned before I worked night shifts for a while. Um, specifically, I have days where I want to be asleep until 2 p.m. and spend good chunks of the day being grumpy at my neighbors for being noisy. Mm-hmm. How does community like this work when there are different rhythms and routines in the house? Mm-hmm. That sort of demand, uh, does that sort of demand a change or limit with the others in the house? Mm-hmm. First off, when I worked night shifts, it was night sleeps. So I might come in and uh, nap for like 30 minutes on the couch and take up a bunch of space in the living room, mm-hmm. but never had that like true night sleep. But we did mm-hmm. have a baby that didn't sleep so well in the house. And that was mm-hmm. some of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What are your guys' thoughts on sleep rhythms? Does that mean you can never live in community? I no. think that would be no, like a little bit hard, like maybe. Mm-hmm. from both angles, like for the yeah. person who needs to sleep all day, like yeah. maybe feeling a bit bad sometimes yeah. or for the other people having to adjust their life. But yeah. I think if you know that going in, that's just life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just really yeah. got to talk are about it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. White noise machines yeah, exactly. and headphones. Yeah, it's yeah. totally yeah. doable. Your it's plugs. totally fair. Like, and again, it's like if you have night shifts, if that is like your the entirety of your job, like that might dictate who you want to live with but like if it's mm-hmm. like the occasional night shift and you just like are really clear with your housemates like hey on this day I work until this time I just need to sleep when I get home mm-hmm. like if you can or just can just be really clear about mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. when and where again super specific mm-hmm. then they should be able to take that and run with it mm-hmm. um yeah. you might just have days where you forget or you someone has music on and yeah mm-hmm. we have that at our house totally. like mom has a nap and sometimes right, I, right. I feel a bit bad that mm-hmm. on a saturday like y'all have to be quiet from yeah. 12 till 3 yeah. and i mean like mm-hmm. i know when clem's asleep but yeah. i still walk in and slam the door because i forget in the moment yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like frick sorry yeah. so i need to be yeah. gracious about that yeah. and also i'm and grateful that be, you guys mm-hmm. are quiet most of the time like yeah. Yeah. You know, that's a big thing mm-hmm. to put on you. Yeah. So probably a thing too to think about like what's the layout of the physical house. Like yeah. when we were sleep training Clem and things like what? that, that we would like sleep a bit more during the day. We were lucky to have a loft. Mm-hmm. And so I think even thinking through like, is this a one floor place? Does mm-hmm. this have two floors? Am I in the basement? Mm-hmm. And finding like what's yeah. the best way for the physical layout of this mm-hmm. home to make space for the individual mm-hmm. needs of people in community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if all your roommates work from home. And yeah. you need to sleep all day, like that could yeah, be. Yeah, maybe you can with yeah. the people that work from home then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You definitely take the good with the bad, right? Like mm-hmm. you uh, mm-hmm. you invest in earplugs, the mm-hmm. good ones. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. also like there are things that you would probably have to invest in that you might not invest in if you live by yourself, right? Like for instance, soundproofing. I don't know if you're gonna go that far, but if you are, then like mm-hmm. it's it, it's one of those things where like in order to maintain the peace and maintain the harmony that's in the house, like mm-hmm. I have no problem shelling out like however many bucks for a headphone or um, mm-hmm. earplugs or whatever. Like yeah. it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. the piece is more important to me than mm-hmm. whatever the cost is of that. They're thing. just like tools that help right. you live better Absolutely. in your space. Yeah. And you've got it hardest because you are literally next to Clem. Yeah. And yeah. your alarm going off at 630 even quietly has yeah. been waking her up. So we have a whole yeah. new like kind of practical question like this to yeah. figure mm-hmm. out. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a little bit of give and take between the two of us, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. we really do try and I try and like make sure that I don't squeak my door too loudly mm-hmm. when I go to bed at night or when I wake up in the morning, which mm-hmm. is usually before uh, or after and before 
relatively to mm-hmm. so Clem's bedtime. You don't have a kid, but you have to like tiptoe mm-hmm. more than Megan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's really cute. And it's yeah. funny too because like I can also hear Clem in the middle of the night because we share a vent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have two sides of like the same vent. Mm-hmm. So you I can often so hear her. Like yeah. So I, I sometimes wonder if like if maybe my snoring is like part of her white noise. Aww. You know? <laughs> She's like, oh, I can't sleep because Ben's not here. Oh, yeah. that's uh, that's really what I hope in my heart of hearts. Probably true. That's so yeah. cute. Can't deal. Uh, okay, next question. Dave writes in. Uh, he's been loving the podcast so far. Thanks, Dave. Whoa. Dave. A uh, couple questions. He said we could scrap any one of them, though. So if okay. you guys don't just like scrap them, just scrap them all. Like, Let's move on. <laughs> next, next question. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Okay. He says, my family, they've got three kids, seven, three, and 1.5. Mm. Uh, recently purchased a much larger home with an eye on community living. Mm. As we start out, I'm curious to hear whether your house rules mm-hmm. were established ahead of having people live with you or if that was something you developed as you established rhythms of living together. Mm-hmm. We have very few house rules. Mm-hmm. So, Do you want to go over them really quick? Just for people's yeah we talked about them on episode I feel like we say two? that there's three but I, I think there's only two yeah. there's I think two, there's a I third think. one the third one was just somewhere. to focus on yeah. communicating expectations oh, okay. yeah. 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 and then we had no sexy sleepovers no romantic sleepovers and yeah. no illegal drugs yeah. yes which will be a whole new conversation. And if that I guess, seems shocking, we could go over it in another episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. an episode two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I feel like in that way the rules were really clear but I think there are more expectations mm-hmm. that are Mm-hmm. have become spoken. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm curious. Yeah. Do you guys have any, like, if we were to start now, maybe a good way to ask it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, are there with a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a 1.5? I mean, looking looking <laughs> yeah. at that, what do you think are, like, kind of expectations you'd want to hear, especially for those of you guys here who don't have kids? Oh, like, my goodness. What would you want to hear going in? Wow. Okay. Um, I feel okay to jump on that. I, I feel like I have nieces and nephews that are close, kind of-ish, to that age. And I think that there would have to be like quiet hours, basically, like mm-hmm. where where collectively you mm-hmm. like for the respect of the children and then also like the respect of maybe single or, you know, freshly married adults or couples mm-hmm. or whatever, um, that like there are quiet hours for the kids sake and then also for the grown up sake that like, you know, kids are going to bed at eight o'clock. So like after eight o'clock, it's like. Use mm-hmm. headphones, try to walk around quietly. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really have people over for loud parties or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then like early in the morning, cause kids get up super, super early. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's like quiet time for kids mm-hmm. between, you know, five thirty and seven or five thirty and eight in the morning. And then after that point, like it's kind of a free for all. You do have to just take the good with the bad, mm-hmm. right? But I think it could really work. Um yeah. and I think it also really depends on like the things that you really want to instill in your kids, mm-hmm. like particular practices or anything like that. Um, I know in our house we really try and like let Clementine have her meal time be a time where she focuses on eating food. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like one of those things that we really try and do and like not distract her too much or mm-hmm. like we try to encourage her kind of gently and quietly to like mm-hmm. focus on eating food. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's, like if that is an example or if that is like the kind of thing that you want to mm-hmm. achieve, then like those are things that you kind of, you, you work into, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, um, mm-hmm. you develop together in, in conversation and in practice where you figure it out together and mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the thing that mm-hmm. we're doing. Yeah. We're going to try this. And then you mm-hmm. just communicate that really well. And then it, it, mm-hmm. it usually works out yeah. nice. Yeah. And I think in more of a broad sense, like figuring out what are the sort of like mission ideas around your home. Like mm-hmm. I can imagine if you have three kids and you want to have housemates, you're probably like 
community minded people who are mm-hmm. like open to being hospitable. Like mm-hmm. otherwise you wouldn't be wanting people to live with you. You've mm-hmm. probably had some practice with this with mm-hmm. hosting people. And yeah. I think that if you want to be a house that's like um, sort of like missional or welcoming or mm-hmm. open, then figuring out what that looks like practically, because you yeah. can't just say that and then just have this revolving door with mm-hmm. kids running yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. That could be chaotic. But if you, yeah, have a system with your housemates for like, mm-hmm. you know, how to communicate when you want to have people over and what mm-hmm. that looks like and how much mm-hmm. notice you all need and that sort of thing. Then yeah. I think just setting up how that's going to work. You can yeah. do any of those things yeah. that you want to. So do a little homework on that kind of thing. Cause um, like we had an easier time cause Clem was born into our house. Right. So Clem, I don't know if she has a really a conception of what a stranger is. Cause mm-hmm. she kind of just know, well, she just mm. knows that adults are okay to be yeah. around. She's yeah. got a comfort level. And so you like, you'll know your kids well enough. Um, but you do need to do a little homework, I think to help them, uh, get over the idea that like, it's not a stranger and it's not a guest. It's not the same thing as those. Yeah. Like it's kind yeah. of, a, it's a different mm-hmm. relationship that yeah. there's not a big blueprint for in our society. Yeah. Um, it's like a neighbor who lives in your house, right? Yeah. A familiar face who you see more of yeah. the day. And I think just like, yeah. yeah, be really gracious with yourself and with your kids. Cause it might, I would imagine that like, I mean, adults can adapt a lot. Um, cause they just have a little more experience, but kids might need some help adjusting to just mm-hmm. having more mm-hmm. people and bigger people living yeah. in their space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, don't be shy to like set yeah. some rules. Like the rules totally. that we had, we had them before our housemates moved yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't have. And we were a little adaptive. Like mm-hmm. We did a bit of both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the rules, a seven-year-old could learn them. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when it's about communicating and things. no illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. No yes. illegal drugs. <laughs> I, think, I think something I would say is like um, from the perspective of someone like a person moving into the house who doesn't have kids, I would say like having very clear expectations in terms of spaces and rooms Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. access times and things like that. And, and when it's okay, I think when you like live with a family, it's kind of hard to figure out like Mm -hmm. when can I have people over? When can I have people over? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Which rooms can we be in? Mm -hmm. Like how much space can we occupy? Mm -hmm. And I think like that's a really tricky thing to navigate. And I think, um, just kind of having those things really laid out, give someone the option to be like, this is actually something I'm interested in, or this is something I'm not interested in. And the reality is someone who wouldn't be interested in living that way isn't probably going to be a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, also kind of like maybe even setting like a three month probation period, Mm -hmm. which is just Mm -hmm. like the freedom to just be like, if this is working or is not working, or we need to like course correct, or maybe we just need to stop like Mm -hmm. giving each other a free pass and being like, Mm -hmm. we tried it. And this is a new experience for you guys. It sounds like, so Mm -hmm. I would just say, Mm-hmm. going into it and mm-hmm. and and kind of keeping it like the mm-hmm. things that are best for you are also like good to articulate because yeah. they will be best for the other person to navigate their mm-hmm. own life and see if that mm-hmm. fits in with them and that's yep. kind of how it can't be just like we're bringing in people to live with us because we're helping them it's got to go both ways yeah like, mm-hmm. yeah like they've their priorities also need to be mm-hmm. matched up so just being honest about mm-hmm. that if you're bringing people into it mm-hmm. and knowing those kinds of things ahead of time is actually super 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 helpful yeah yep. don't try to butt off too much like don't jump into like meal sharing and stuff like that just live together for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. and then maybe yeah. work your way up to other yeah. things there's, there's a, another question actually that i wasn't going to go to right now but it does line up with what you were just saying mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. this is actually from ben's big sister Hi. Hi. i know First off, mystery solved. Ben has been a dishes squirrel since he was a teen, and it used to drive their mom crazy. I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. Ben, Ben, mugs. Little bit, yeah. I can only tell you what Big Ben does. I can't tell you if Little Ben was doing. I'm trying to remember my childhood bedroom, and if 
I can envision mugs. Just your sippy cups. Try to imagine you as a child, and it just doesn't exist. Still have a beard in my mind. Some dishware. Some dishware. Okay, so here's here's what she said. How well does Clem understand the privacy personal space rules? Mm. Which I thought was a very interesting question. Quite well. Good. Quite well. Yeah. Yeah. She has a little sneaky grin on her face when she runs into people's bedrooms she, because she knows room. that she's not supposed to do I that. I think my door is so. usually the most open. Mm-hmm. Top of the yeah. stairs, Top too. Of the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean, and there's like puzzles. And usually like our TV on, mm-hmm. maybe. But she's mm-hmm. definitely never running in being like, I get to play in here. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm doing something mm-hmm. sneaky. She'll like have- step in yeah. and look at me with a big smile on her face and I'll be like, Clem, would you like to come in? And she'll be like, oh. Yeah, like, just, okay, come in. Just make it a little fun when you like, like a couple times, maybe even more so when she was younger, I'd yeah. bring her in and we'd like play on my bed and there's mm. like one little ornament that she has like as a toy and now mm. I feel like she runs in the room and she like points at it and she knows where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a little fun, but she doesn't like... It was like a special thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like a special... She doesn't like run into my room and start jumping on my bed. Like, no. I, mm-hmm. I've never... And if your door was closed, she'd never even. She would never know. Sometimes yeah. she'd like knock on it or mm-hmm. say, like, I'll hear her say, like, "Des." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If yes. anything, I she'll think yell for yeah. you guys. One thing she has a hard time with is the fact that like mm-hmm. people's lives continue without her. Yeah. <laughs> so like sometimes when people go <laughs> to work imagine. or they're not coming up to have a nap with her yeah. or like things like that, she just starts to cry because mm-hmm. she's like, mm-hmm. "What do you mean you're leaving and I'm mm-hmm. staying here?" Like yeah. that sort of yeah. thing. So I think that she'll figure that out as. She gets older, but yeah. um, it's a little sad to watch sometimes. We practice yeah. sometimes. Like, she'll want me to read her a bunch of books, and like, I'll read a bunch of books to her. But then sometimes you'd be like, okay, Clem, this is the last one. And it's not like I'm getting up or walking away or leaving. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, I read your books. Now I'm going to take my turn and mm-hmm. just read my book. And she, mm-hmm. so she kind of yeah. learns that like she doesn't have all access to everyone all the time. Yeah. Like, everyone has their, and she will just like go and play with her toys and yeah. be fine yeah. and find something else to do. Yeah. Privacy and more yeah. about like boundaries, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think she's we really said good that. About that yeah, she, she's getting boundaries more and more. And I think we were talking about in earlier episodes, like the difference between privacy and solitude just mm-hmm. as like a house rule yeah. mm-hmm. and there's a way to respect each other's space even if we're like both working in the living room or something yeah. mm-hmm. um, and she does pick up on that and again like even if she's having a hard time with like not kind of you know, really wanted to play with you or something like Kevin Meg are always around they'll be like oh like if she has a hard time they just like take her to a different room mm-hmm. there's definitely a line where it's like Clem's in the kitchen and mm-hmm. Ben's in the kitchen making some food and mm-hmm. Clem's in there and it's like oh like Clem's around Ben and just watching and then yeah. there's like yeah. Clem is annoying Ben and mm-hmm. stopping him mm-hmm. from doing what he yeah, has to do. Or trying mm-hmm. to eat his food or whatever. Yeah, like or like eating mm-hmm. like, oh, Clem's eating a bit of stuff's food. Oh, mm-hmm. that's too much food. Get yeah. out of there. I think yeah. I think all of us are probably pretty comfortable just being like, okay, go see daddy, go mm-hmm. see mommy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I'm doing kind something. It's time it. yeah. to go. Like, mm-hmm. like there, yeah. I love spending time with Clem, but there's legitimately times where like I just... I gotta go to work. I gotta right? go. Yeah. You know, I have things yeah. I need to do. Or if I'm some, working with like a hot frying pan. It's like Clem. I just don't want you in yeah. here. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah. 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 Sometimes like, she's no. like wants to play happily in the corner and just like talk to you. And sometimes she wants to like, she's like touch the stove because you're yeah. touching the stove. Yeah. Help. Help. Mm-hmm. Help. Yeah. Help. And one thing I find like tricky to navigate as a parent is sometimes like I need privacy with my kid. Mm-hmm. without people around because like if sh- if we're having like a difficult difficult parenting day sometimes I'm like mm-hmm. well there's too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. mm-hmm. so like that's the thing that I've had to learn to navigate is like mm-hmm. either like taking like taking myself and Clem out to like another room or going for a walk or like mm-hmm. that sort of thing but 
it's kind of a thing you deal with as it comes up depending yeah. on the day and it's never really a problem. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I got a one here. Most awkward housemate moments, emoji of hand over mouth. Oh mm. gosh. Have we had any naked run-ins? I mean, I've seen most of the house without pants on. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so it's like, no like harm pants no parties we throw once a week. It, um, <laughs> oh, pants oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. just, That's right. That was very close. <laughs> We've yeah, had awkward close. moments, but like enough that they just all cancel each other out for the most part. Yeah. 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 There's no like I, I as far as I know in my experience I there are no full nude run-ins. No, none yet. Not. Which is amazing. Yeah. I know it's kind of impressive. Actually, Megan, I've had a few with each other. Oh, and oh, Clem has yeah. also. Oh, yeah. all of us. Yeah, Clem is naked, naked at least once a day. My which party. is great. <laughs> my party. My party. I think the worst was. I mean, we talked about it another episode when you came into Steph's room and just farted and then left it. Yeah, I yeah. got you guys on that one. Yeah, that was just like awkward. Because oh, we all suffered it was a awful. lot. Yeah, <laughs> us. I mean, I don't think we've had anything truly that. Mm-mm. There's awkward. nothing really that awkward. There's like some of those like family things where you're like, oh, I can tell that so and so has used the bathroom Parents last. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh yeah. And there's there's like, the off like we don't have a family. And then it's like always this thing gonna... of like everybody poops. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like when yeah. you can hear somebody mm-hmm. else poop, you're just like, whoo! I better remember <laughs> that when I've got to take a dump. Like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's that's more real. like, that'll be weird for me. Yeah. Whatever. If mm-hmm. you did it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember I had a, I had a spate of time where I was breaking one of the house rules and I felt bad about that, but like it never came up. But in my mind, I'm like, probably making it awkward for the housemates. And so like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think overall I've been shocked by mm-hmm. how few like really awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the We're question okay. you're asking is no, I, at least, yeah. as the person who sleeps below it, have never heard Kevin and Meg's bed at any point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are sound really the stealthy. Entire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> in your sex life or something. <laughs> it's like, really stealthy. Yeah. Found Clem stealthy. in the garden. I don't know what else you guys do when you <laughs> hang out. Yeah. The cabbage patch. Yeah. The cauliflower patch where there is no cauliflower. Yeah. Oh just a Clem. It's just leaves. All right. We're moving on. Here's a good one. Um... Somebody wrote in saying, we love the idea of community living. We're a married couple with young kids. Mm-hmm. But see, one of the obstacles being the opinions and negative reactions of our close family members. Oh, Ooh, I won't yeah. say who wrote this in. <laughs> and I don't mean the ones we live with, but rather the parents slash in-laws. Uh, I know it's our life we get to decide, but it would affect them as well as they visit regularly. Yeah. And perhaps mm-hmm. wouldn't feel as welcome in our home if it had houses here. They used houses in air quotes. Oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Uh, for the record, I think we'd still be very welcoming. Just yeah. don't think it could be weird mm-hmm. yeah. how do you handle all your extended families and do visits in house work mm. any struggles in this department or advice on how to navigate dang that's such a well, good question that's, we don't, that's a good question. one yes. but yeah. also like you're not going to be living with serial killers you're probably going to be living with wonderful people who, yeah, well, but yeah. like <laughs> our parents grew up in such a way that like they're used to houses mm-hmm, being set mm-hmm. up a certain mm-hmm. way yeah. and like yeah. 100 percent, it's weird for my parents oh yeah. my yeah. oma yeah. still calls it if i'm still boarding yes yeah. 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 my mom calls you guys our boarding Virgin yeah. Hill says, "Do you guys still have your borders, Mom? mom there are the housemates. Dutch parents. Yeah. Explain this. I, to I will me. say, Explain like, Dutch I don't know. I uh, maybe unlike you guys, my parents did have like people live with them, but it was always like a yeah. short term. Someone's short-term. in trouble or yeah. like yeah, needs yeah. They need a, a place, place. Yeah. and it was like a month or two. So we would have guests. But was come it in. like a separate apartment? No, uh, it was like, like the basement, basement room, okay. or yeah, and not even always basement. But it was like it was always a short term. Like someone's in need versus like." I'm lonely and it's also a lifestyle. we're poor. Yeah. You know, it's which a is a little different. Choice. Yeah, I definitely had like a family member asking me about it. And yeah. when I explained it, sort of the takeaway was like, 
are your bills so high that you have to have people yeah. live with you? And I was like, but I just told you all the reasons I love it. We did a whole thing. podcast. Yeah, on but it's like all you can do is tell someone you're going to do it and just lead with all the great things that you're hoping for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, if they don't hear you, then they're not going to hear you. And like the kind of nice thing about you living with housemates is it might mean that like there's a little more of a limitation on like how you host people potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe you can't have people overnight for a week, but you can have mm-hmm. them overnight for like a day or two. Yeah. And that might help you if you're having a hard time with your family expecting things from you, like having like a bit of a cap on your time with them. If they're mm-hmm. really grinding mm-hmm. your gears about it, you're probably going to be happy about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, like none of my family, I, I don't think any of my family have stayed for more than I 10 met minutes. I dad like yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time I saw him for years. parked outside. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him once hiding in the yeah. garden in the back. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's so funny because like my parents love our house. They, they think it's the coolest thing. <laughs> and Jen Every and time Parker they talk so to me or Skype great. me, they just like call me. They're like, we're so happy for you. Have this amazing. Who's they live in the in, background? They live in, in another the country. They have come to our house like three times oh, maybe yeah. when they come mm-hmm. to visit. They love They're the one yeah. who's the farthest away, but the most supportive by Clem. far. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. they are yeah. our biggest fans, mm-hmm. which I'm so happy for. And like, it's funny because they, they used to own a house and like had people living in the basement and like that person almost burned the house down once, mm-hmm. but they're still Whoa. like community living can work. Yeah. And I will say that if there's any like, like people listening who have yes. kids and their kids are doing that or you're mm. going to do that or something. Yeah. It actually means so much to me that your family's like that and stuff. Like mm. when your mom's mm-hmm. come and visit, she never makes it like weird that mm-hmm. I'm like also yeah, in the room. True. Like yeah. she seems to like that me and Clem are hanging around and yeah. it's very um, meaningful to me that like people's parents are like that yeah. because it just, they're comfortable in my home and that makes me happy. And mm-hmm. um, so I would just like recommend taking mm-hmm. an interest in the people that your kids live with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I yeah. think it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's definitely. like, I, there's definitely like when my mom comes in, she asks a lot of questions like, am I intruding or like, mm. I don't, especially cause she's like, I don't want to interrupt Clem's schedule or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I, I also kind of like, I told her last time that we were chatting about it. I was like, it actually means a lot to me that you come inside. Like right. the, mm-hmm. this is, this is my, like the people that live here are as much my family as, like my biological family mm-hmm. are. And so mm-hmm. the idea that like there has to be this separate line feels very, very unnatural to me. Like, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Kevin, your family is probably around maybe arguably the most, or maybe I just, yeah, a your parents, they pop in. Yeah. They, yeah. They pop in. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're also like they're pretty well like, the closest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. I think a thing, you know, these people have kids that wrote in mm-hmm. neither of our, and I, and this doesn't mean it has to be like this, but mm-hmm. it's probably just worth throwing out. Like mm-hmm. neither of our parents spend a lot of time hanging out at our house. No. Um, no. But we can get to both of our parents' houses. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, your parents are like 90 minutes away. Mine are yeah. 15 minutes mm-hmm. or 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we will go there and do mm-hmm. the like whole day Overnight lay around, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. sleepover thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that means you can't do it with a housemate. I do think our arrangement, like we've got a lot of people in our house, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So it's I think busy. if you had a couple... Yeah. If one of you lived at our house, I think we could probably have my parents come down and just chill all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably three people is a little yeah. much. Yeah, I definitely feel department. when my parents come, they come visit for a couple hours, and mm-hmm. I definitely feel sometimes like, oh, we're really like taking over the main. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll text out like your yeah. parents are coming over. Yeah. We're gonna go yeah. for coffee. Yeah, we're gonna this go time. out for coffee, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. full disclosure, I like make myself hella scares when mm-hmm. your parents are over. <laughs> right, it's a yeah. whole Your parents thing. scare it's me a, a little thing. bit, but like, not like not a lot. I think there's a sweet spot, like when when folks' parents are over, like I want to say hello and make some small talk to be like, hi, I'm like. 
a nice housemate. I'm a nice person. You're from there in case yeah, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I'm not like a ghost. Upstairs. Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. I want to say hi and make a little small talk, but then again, like, peace the heck out and yeah. just like let yeah. them and have And I think that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give yeah. them their space, let them go. But I think, yeah. but this, this is, oh, yeah. go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like I have like this kind of like mm-hmm. aunt and uncle sort of relationship or like, oh, totally. mm-hmm. like the aunt and uncle of your in laws, for mm-hmm. instance, where it's like, you're not that close mm-hmm. but you like are close enough to recognize each other and then mm-hmm. you love the same people mm-hmm. and then that's the thing where it's like mm-hmm. oh okay yeah we love the same people so we can kind of get along and make some small talk and like mm-hmm. you know yeah. figure mm-hmm. out the there common is ground nothing there. more heartwarming than walking past Mayor's room and she's mm-hmm. skyping with her mom mm-hmm. and she's telling her mom yeah. about how clementine learned to do this <laughs> and mm-hmm. oh she's potty training oh, blah 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 i'm Clem's like the oh, first Mayor. person Mayor asks yeah. like my mom asks him <laughs> so funny though i'm like oh Mayor's so proud. Oh man, yeah. like if she, if my mom hears like someone else's voice just like down the hall, she'd be like, oh, who's that? And like so <laughs> want me to call them into the room. And say, I love okay. dipping into the frame oh, behind her and the then just waving. Uh, yeah. It's Hi, me, the I have to like pull her attention back to me, her child. Yeah. I, I yeah. will say like, I was talking to somebody recently who lives in uh, a community kind of layout and somebody getting married and they were doing their wedding like in a bit of an unconventional way and they just said that it was interesting that their family's like, yeah, we always raise you to like want to be in community and like have a friend group and like kind of like a community and a tribe and all this. We love that. But does it have to impact so much on like your housing arrangements? Does it have to impact so much on your wedding and your kids? And <laughs> it's like, it's what do you this, expect it to impact? I mean, it's just this hard thing where like, and limit? I totally get it. Like my parents have been gracious. I could mm. totally see them feeling like we want to come down and hang out with our grandkid. And like, mm-hmm. yes, we wanted, yeah. we raised you to have all these things, mm-hmm. but now that you have them, they are pushing against, <laughs> they're pushing against some of the traditional family markers yeah, that absolutely. I think are like assumptions mm-hmm. in, yes. I won't even say our parents' generation. I'd say yeah. ours as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these are these assumptions we carry mm-hmm. around that are unspecified and unspoken, yeah. Yeah, but like they're even totally there. Like the fact that we don't really need babysitters very often. Yeah. Like, like my parents, we would affects, never need to mm-hmm. ask them no, for the most like part. your mom has and your dad haven't babysat all that often because we haven't had the need. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I know they're more than willing to always do that. So like, that's they just did, like, like one two small, nights ago. Shout outs to them. Yeah. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. But that's Thanks, just guys. like one practical thing where I imagine if you didn't live in community or didn't have a community, you would rely on the grandparents a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. they want that. Like that's a way to relate. But. Mm-hmm. Or like the neighborhood 14 year old kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like, it's like we, we are, the phone. <laughs> yeah. we aren't doing anything in a lot of ways. We aren't doing anything very radical, mm-hmm. but we are pushing against some of these traditional markers of like, what does adulthood look like? What does mm-hmm. family right. look like? Yeah. Even the fact, and, and this is not just us. This is so many people in our, in our kind of community that we mm-hmm. are in relationships with. Um, there are differences and like Mm -hmm. you don't really notice them until you run up against them. Mm -hmm. And so I think Mm -hmm. what this person asked is a really good question and like a very real thing you will run up Mm -hmm. against, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't make it Mm -hmm. not worth it. I think Mm -hmm. it just means (laughs) you've got to find new groups because there's more life that that, like it Mm -hmm. might be weird to have mm-hmm. your parents come and stay over mm-hmm. yeah. if you have housemates. Yeah. Like, but that's I think a it's totally thing. worth, it's totally worth it. Like it's your life and you only have so many expectations you can mm-hmm. live up to. You yeah. get to choose who you want to impress with your life. And mm-hmm. I think Precisely. it sounds like you've got really good vision and hopes for what it could be like. And I don't like, I think the cost of your family's opinion of you, um, I think it's lower than you think it is. I think mm-hmm. it's not as impactful yeah. as you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be and, worth yeah. more the investment. Yeah. And versus. people do come around too. Yeah, and totally. they and, and it may end up how beautiful would it be? Like, let's just simplify down to one of you guys living in the house just for simplicity. If like Meg's parents came down and slept over and they got to see Steph 
for a bit. You know, like mm-hmm. there's new beautiful things mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's like um, it's like Christmas morning when you invite like that person that doesn't have anyone else to go yeah. and they yeah. come over for Christmas yeah. morning. Mm-hmm. It does ruin your like, but our family and the cinnamon buns on Christmas yeah. morning, just mm-hmm. the but, biology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also right. like if you kind mm-hmm. of surrender that, you actually mm-hmm. might get something more, more beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I grew up with like the most intense family culture, to be honest. Like we discussed having this thing called an altar of family where like having friends was hard to juggle because our family relationships were really intense. And I'm amazed by just how much my parents have embraced and are so excited about me living in a house full of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, like they've just, they loved it. And I wouldn't have expected that, yeah. <laughs> but it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you call it an alternate family? An altar of family. An yeah, like we would sacrifice like things on the altar for your like family. Oh, wow. It was really? a priority. Oh, guys, we've like been through lambs? so much therapy about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's another episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just very intense family relationships, lots of expectations and opinions. Interesting. Lots of blood rituals. Yes. Yeah. But translated really well. I would well. say that like if if you're asking this question from the perspective, like all I can think of is like if your family was actually like not on board with community living and they didn't like the, like we're talking a lot about that. If they were like really against the idea about it and they like didn't like the idea of other kid, other people being around their grandkids, Mm -hmm. for example, if that was their attitude, then like, like my, my, I keep, that was the first response that I had way I interpreted that question. But I would just say that in that instance, you have to just do the work. You have to mm-hmm. decide if this is worth it. Yeah. And you have to decide if this is something that you want mm-hmm. to like work through mm-hmm. with your parents. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually like, navigate. Like it yes. doesn't like, please don't ask your future roommate to have an interview with your child's grandparents. <laughs> you have to make a with you. Tuesday at seven. <laughs> just make the decision and invite them to be as much a part of it as they and want to. And just live it all the way comfortable with. And yep. do it. Mm-hmm. Like don't do anything because they might or might not respond a certain way mm-hmm. that would that just do Sorry. the work do your own work and to figure Don't out what you can it. But, pull asset but the other side of the coin here is if you have a bit of a weird relationship with your family or your parents or whatever mm-hmm. having housemates is a great buffer for being like you know what yeah you can't hang out for too long <laughs> yeah. because we got nap times and yeah. bed times and meal times yeah. so that coming home. Yeah. here <laughs> are your help. shoes <laughs> and your car keys and love we love you right, right. or alternatively i like have oh my gosh i'm really banking on none of my family listening to this podcast right now this is a big revealing thing i have found that there's times where sometimes i need an out to family gatherings not because i don't love my family but because i have like a 24-hour limit and then i need like that's fair that's fair so there was one particular time where one of my housemates wasn't going to a family event at the same time that there was a classic family event (laughs) and i used them as an excuse they fully knew but i'm not going to name anything Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I got to spend time with this person because they're not with their family. Mm-hmm. So there's advantages. It was Ben and it was Christmas. And there I'm was so sorry, cheese. mom and dad. <laughs> and, you, and we love you all still. Yes. Okay, so, so next question. This comes in live off the floor <gasps> from our generous sponsors of the podcast, Sheepdog Studio, Woo-hoo! downtown Yay! Hamilton, Ontario. Record your stuff here. Wait, it's not the real Glenn, is it? Oh, it's is the that real me, Glenn, Glenn Watkinson. Watkinson. Here, bring your podcasts, bring your <laughs> albums, bands. They record it all. Uh, just solo Jujumbe project. Uh, bring yeah, it all yeah, yeah. here. Your side gig, <laughs> your right, side Glenn. hustle. Glenn has got a your question. Trash orchestra. <laughs> your, tr- <laughs> your Oscar the Grinch your tribute set. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, Glenn. Cool. Yeah. So when I was living in community, um, we we didn't really figure this out till like after I I stopped living in community, mm. um, but. 
uh, something that we kind of worked out. This is actually a shout out to Joe Moran. He and I Aww. used to live together uh, with our wives and another housey. Um, and we worked out after we stopped living together that we didn't spend enough time um, like intentionally protecting each other's privacy or like mm. creating space so others mm-hmm. can can have private time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with that, I was just interested if you guys have um, any like secret things that you do for each other that you've never talked about, but you've been always kind of doing them and then just never mention it. I'm just interested to know that. Hmm. Those are cute questions. Let's oh, reveal all of our secrets now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, privacy. So this is where the centers are around. Hmm. I mean, this is a big one because we also all are a part of the same church, yeah. Yeah. which means our social groups, our geography, mm-hmm. like there's a lot, a lot of overlap. Of overlap. Yeah. And yeah. like, I'm the pastor, so there are things I need you guys to like mm-hmm. not, I don't know, not like I have big secrets, but like your vulnerabilities or things mm-hmm. that you reveal to each other are definitely like not mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think I think like the, the most simple, easy one would be like taking Clem in the morning, mm-hmm. like when both. Kevin and Meg have like downtime off and, and like, like I love Clem time for sure, but there's definitely a part of me that schedules my Clem time to when it's beneficial for Kevin and Meg mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. being able to take her out to a coffee shop, especially if like Mare and Ben are also gone and like giving them like, and, and saying like, I will not be home until 11 o'clock. Um, and this mm-hmm. isn't like for any other reason besides the fact that like, I can't imagine how amazing it must feel to just wake up or spend like two hours alone in the morning with your spouse in a house full of tons of people and responsibilities and things we're just Mm -hmm. especially an unexpected one where that just Mm -hmm. comes up and it's Mm -hmm. just like make your coffee read your books on the couches Mm -hmm. like do whatever you Mm -hmm. want and like Mm -hmm. I don't need to know what you what like what's happening or anything like that I can just take Clem and spend Mm -hmm. time with her Mm -hmm. and give you guys that space because I know that like Mm I don't know. I don't know yeah. actually what it's like to be in a marriage, but I imagine you must really need yeah, that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. spent the first what, seven years of our marriage, like just the two of us. And so there definitely is times, and I'm sure every parent feels this way with those like rugrats seven running years. around. Mm. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine doing anything for seven years. <laughs> oh, we're at 11. Yeah, yeah I know. But, but married. Like, but anyways, <laughs> it's, just ugh. the two of us. So when mm-hmm. it is like that, it's, it is a helpful like reminder of like, oh yeah, like I mm. love you for all these reasons, even if it's just two hours of like, oh yeah, this is us and like this is mm. what it's like and this is kind of what it's is the root of it. And so mm-hmm. I always really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely feel like there are things where somebody will share something that they're going through, whether it's like mental health or something they're trying to work out or a discipline in their life that they're trying to implement. And you just have to be like, this doesn't go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like this is here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes someone will like ask you a question and you'll go to Mm -hmm. say something about someone else in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not gossipy, just like you casually talk, like you'll casually mention something about someone you know to somebody else who knows Mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. Not in a gossip way, just Mm -hmm. casual. But you're like, oh, I know so much more casually about you four than I do anyone else. And Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in the same way that Meg and I don't talk about each other Mm -hmm. in front of other people, I have like a general rule of I don't talk about you guys in front of any other people mm-hmm. um, because I just know too much. Like, mm-hmm. And also like w- what's really weird about that is like people who are like in- intrigued by, you know, you dare airing somebody else's dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 
if I air your dirty laundry, like we share the same dryer. So <laughs> all of my dirty laundry and your dirty laundry it's is like up. kind of wrapped up together. Yeah. So I feel like mm. like the more I share about you, that is maybe like scandalous or whatever, mm-hmm. which I have no desire to do because mm-hmm. that's not the kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. But like the more I share, the more it reveals about like the relationship that we have in the house. And mm-hmm. like, honestly... I'm not about to go mm-hmm. around and screw that up because like mm-hmm. it, you don't shit where you eat, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is precisely what we're trying to protect and, yeah. and grow and foster. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think about that. I think there's like s- very small ways that we kind of take care of each other. Like like someone will bake muffins and leave them forever and we're like just making sure there's enough toilet paper in the house all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah, um, just like really minute details like that. But also like, yeah, I think we've all kind of taken a practice where like anytime anyone asks me about my housemates are kind of the thing. Like it's just such a great opportunity to like brag on you guys. And like, just like I only ever gush about you guys partially because I believe all these things to be true, but also the Mm. same kind of thing where it's just like we, um, our foundation is our relationships with each other. And so just like remaining like grateful for one another and just like, just, yeah, taking time to be aware of what I appreciate about each of you guys. Mm -hmm. Keeping that in the forefront of my mind helps me remember like, how we function well together. And like, there are great moments where just because of the relationships we've built, we can, we can have, um, hard discussions or we can work out conflict. Like the other week, um, like Steph and I were having a conflict about something and it's great to have Kevin who has like pastor skills to help Mm -hmm. mediate. So like we were able to each talk to him like separately about kind of like where we were at with it. And it was, um, it was good because he could like, hear that and it's not like there's gossip happening between the members of the house but instead mm-hmm. of like we were just kind of like making a little space and then we had a yeah. time where we were able to all of us sit down and talk it out and it was just like you know it was um it was like a little awkward for a minute but it was mostly mm-hmm. just like like we were sitting down to do it and like it was a conflict so it wasn't feeling great but I just remember sitting down and being so happy that like I have a living room that I can sit in with these people that I love and we have just like time and space that we've carved out to work it out together Mm -hmm. um and that just being such a a wonderful conversation it Mm -hmm. turned out to be a great conversation where we like it felt like we were building something Mm -hmm. like building a new piece onto this thing that we've been working on together because like you know after a a year and a half of living together steph and i are still figuring out ways to like communicate Mm -hmm. um and that is just Mm -hmm. one example of so many kinds of things like that Mm -hmm. that i've had with every housemate in the house something i thought that was so cool about that was like when I found out that you guys were sitting down to have that conversation yeah. it was like news to me that there was mm-hmm. a thing happening. it's also yeah. news to me right now yeah that FYI. happens though which is so good though like there will be simmering things but it's not like it leaks over no, too much I actually yeah. was really mm-hmm. glad about that because well first of all I'm like why am I very oblivious but also <laughs> I'm really, I feel that way when I find out about like other people having yeah stuff in the yeah house. but it's good because it's not like well, she he, she said this and she said that and blah, 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 like, blah. I'm learning about this because you guys are taking care of it. Right mm-hmm. I think it impo- uh, like a part of that is like mm-hmm. Mara and I had an incident, which mm-hmm. I think that it's a huge thing that like we're just going to just be private enough to not tell you what it is because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But we had an incident and literally the I just, next I'm just day, thinking of the silliest uh-huh. things you could have been I know. pooped in my bed. <laughs> like, that's where my head went right away. And Mara like pooped in my bed. It's fine. But like oh we don't need to go gosh. into like, it. Okay, it doesn't matter. But basically, yeah. like the day after it happened, Mare and Meg and I all sat on my bed watching that show that she'll never be I'm the instigator being like, and guys, let's watch TV. And you're like, like and, Meg had, Meg. and Meg had no idea. And I really like respected in that moment that yeah. that Mare also 
protected my privacy and just not like, like, like not, not just like breathe a word of this. It's not like, being like not going downstairs and being like, hey no. Meg, like just so you know, we don't want to watch The Bachelor together because um, I can't come tonight. We can't. I can't we can't do it tonight because we're in a fight. As the mediator in this, like. We are <laughs> laughing about it. It was. It could have. It wasn't a huge thing. It could have been the kind of thing that became a huge thing. Totally. Like all Possibly. three of us to toot our horns. <laughs> we did our jobs in that. Mm-hmm. Like I talked to mm-hmm. Mayor. Sam, I had all the feelings. I was one-on-one. like, Do I have to move out about? Oh, this? it was so oh, sad. Man. I was like, The devil's attacking our home because the <laughs> podcast is doing well. Um, but like you were like, it was like the Do week I have to move out? And it was yeah, it was the week so, of the first episode, yeah. and then. We talked and it was like, mm-hmm. okay. But in our conversation, mm-hmm. it was important to guard not mm-hmm. being like, well, that's just like Steph. Like it was like, it yeah. wasn't that. Mm-hmm. It was like, even in this private conversation of the two of us, mm-hmm. let's talk about what you're feeling. Yeah. Let's talk about what you can do, what I can do. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like, oh, I can see how Steph might feel this way. Mm-hmm. And then you and I talked briefly, Steph, because you were like, hey, I know that you, the three of us want to get together to talk and you're going to mediate this conversation. And that was not like, well, you know, classic mayor. It was mm-hmm. like, here's what I'm feeling and here's how I feel. Like mm-hmm. maybe mayor was trying to say this, but I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were guarding each other through yeah. that process. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can so easily mm-hmm. see the opposite, right? Like, I feel like yeah. any relationship counselor has had to like counsel any, any people, like if it's a marriage or otherwise, like the biggest thing that I think we do uh, practice well as a house is like if you have like, Issues like that, learning like I feel statements, I think statements, not getting into the whole you always or you never Mm -hmm. or this is always Mm -hmm. how it happens. Mm -hmm. Like you will get used to each other's routines and quirks and like, yes, there will be things about your housemate that are just frustrating to you and they're probably not going to change. And that's just like a thing about them. And you have to let it go because you love who they are and you respect their personhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like you, you just, yeah, it's, it's when you get into language like that where you want to be right and you want to be kind of like in control of the house dynamic that you're going to get into trouble. Um, I think like, yeah, like in this, in this moment of conflict, I was really worried that I had totally screwed up our house dynamic and it was going to really bite me. But like, again, being able to sit and talk about it and throughout that whole conversation, we were both able to say to each other, even when we were like, not quite at the point of understanding one another, being able to say, okay, like for the good of our household, for the good of these people that we love and because we love each other, even though we're like frustrated or whatever mm-hmm. right now, we want to understand each other. And we are like trying mm-hmm. bit by bit to come mm-hmm. together and, and yeah. figure mm-hmm. each other out. And mm-hmm. so like that was that was the conversation, but just like, yeah, keeping that unifying vision and goal of like, I love you. I want to understand you because we are both healthier and our whole house is healthier when we do the hard work of like figuring this stuff out. But like having, having like that conversation happen, I think the one thing I can say is if you, here's the one thing that if you have, you should not live in community. (laughs) If you like drama, (sighs) you can't. Yeah. Also, if you like it, if you 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 get off on drama, if you are like a person who's like, you won't believe, don't live in community. No. You're going to drag other people into the mud with you. No gossip, no gossip. You have to have a certain level of Mm self-awareness where you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely Mm -hmm. a bad habit of mine. Mm -hmm. Like if you can't Mm -hmm. cop to some of your mistakes or some of your own bad habits Mm -hmm. and just like readily admit them and say like, yep, I'm doing... If your first reaction is defensiveness or things like that, it's like... Because you got to trust that these people care about you and they're bringing up this thing because they... Like, Mm -hmm. like literally the conflict was that like I I made a choice and Steph was like, are you aware that when you do X, it comes off like this? And I was like, not aware. Mm -hmm. And that was that whole conversation. But like... 
it could have gone really a different way. And in the moment I was mm-hmm. kind of defensive and that was what kind of blew the conflict up even more. And so like, mm-hmm. if, if that's, if that's your way, you really got to mm-hmm. sit with that. Mm-hmm. But just you really got to think about why you do would that. Have turned that into, you won't believe what Steph did. And then Steph going, well, you won't believe a mayor. Nope. And then one of you pulling, trying to get the information. And that was where I like, I knew quicker. I needed to talk with Kev. Like, again, he's my husband, he's my friend, but like, he is also like, I like booked a pastoral care meeting <laughs> outside like, of our house. Care. You came by it's, the study. Like, and there's <laughs> a couple times where Kev and I have had a thing where I'm just like, Hey Kev, can I talk? to you about something he's like yeah sit down i'm like no no like are you free on tuesday night we can go out for a beer it's like we have to pretend we don't know each other and like go out and meet somewhere so it feels like it's a different kind of well just like i don't know why but just like having that separation because it's also like i don't want to do that to kev when he's at our house because i don't want him to have to be in like work mode pastor mode when he's in his own house yeah yeah again yeah and it's the kind of thing where it's just like i knew i needed to sit with my pastor and talk about Mm -hmm. this because my impulse was to be like i have these feelings that i need to feel like heard with them Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like my impulse was to be like i want to just find anyone to talk to but it's like no that's not good because that is gossip that's not actually helping okay can Things i reel well. this whole privacy discussion sure. back just a little bit or do you want to jump in before that well no i mean if you're i, I i'm gonna reel it back to the beginning of like okay, go um, yeah i think quick, we've totally and then we got i just had a really questions. good answer because i feel like we've drifted off from glenn's actual question yeah. boy <laughs> we're having is, a good time we're having a good time but i think so i think one thing that i will say about um when i think about like what you're saying glenn about respecting people's privacy who you live with it feels weird because like not facing you but I know you're behind me Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I think like an example of what we do is like (laughs) that really obvious example is like Kevin and Meg also have this like really close group of friends who they hang out with like somewhat regularly Mm -hmm. and like we're all also really good friends with them so like Mm -hmm. the eight of us could hang out and it'd be like a super Mm -hmm. chill fun time but also like there's like an unwritten rule that like when that group of people are hanging in the house like the three of us almost like have never I don't think we've ever mm-hmm. talked about it but we yeah. all make scarce unless yeah. there's specifically an invitation directly yeah. to invite us and they do yeah. invite us sometimes and they yeah. do invite sometimes. us sometimes which is great and there's sometimes where it's like we're going to be in the loft and sometimes it's we're going to be in the living room mm-hmm. and just like the, the thing is like you just kind of I don't I don't know where that came from or how that established but I would yeah. say that yeah. like if you're talking about respecting the privacy of people's relationships in the house that you don't need to be a part of, not in the sense of like respecting privacy that you've been brought into, but respecting that other people have privacy. I think that's like a really good line to draw in the sand of just being like, is this like, is this something that needs to concern me or needs to involve me? Or I'm like, I'm okay to step back and Mm -hmm. also realize that that hopefully would in turn get Mm -hmm. something that you would receive as well. Like if the, if the tables were turned, Mm -hmm. how would you feel Mm -hmm. in that situation? And I think that's like, I've definitely felt that when I've had people over, people have given Mm -hmm. us a little bit of space, Mm -hmm. but uh, from the other side of thing, when you, people that we're friends with, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And when you expect space Mm -hmm. to articulate that Mm -hmm. and also sometimes not take up the main space, Mm -hmm. like I'll often Mm -hmm. say like, I'm having a friend over, we're going to sit in the back porch. Mm -hmm. Like, and then either like you can come or don't Because then I kind of plan my night of like, not going to be on the back porch. Yeah. So just articulating, we're going to sit in the bathroom and we would like. Yeah. But that is one of those things that I don't think we have talked about is just like respecting the privacy of other people's relationship dynamics. And I think that is something that's really, really important especially if you have a lot of similar friends, Mm -hmm. but maybe not all to the same effect. Like it's very easy to get Mm -hmm. jealous or feel left out Mm -hmm. or anything or feel Mm -hmm. like who's got different Mm -hmm. or better friendships with other people and just Mm -hmm. kind of stepping back from that. So, yeah. Sorry. I hope that actually, did you want to to reel anything in? I I, want to reel something in about like the, the whole privacy thing. Um, that privacy often we're like we're we, we can be very defensive about privacy and be yeah. like like try and protect our privacy. Mm-hmm. But um, last week or the week before, 
Like I, I realized that there is a curse of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got really sick, um, went to the hospital. Yeah. Um, but before that happened, I actually called like the doctor and then got a prescription over the phone and then called an Uber to go pick up that prescription. Mm-hmm. And I had this fascinating conversation with the same Uber driver, Uber driver back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he drove me there and then drove me back. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, he said, so are, uh, do you live alone? And I like had a swollen throat and I was all croaky and I was like, no, I don't live alone. <laughs> He's like, that's good. So you live with someone? I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, I live with someone. <gasps> and, um, and so he was like, it is good to not be alone. It is good oh. to not be alone. And I was like thinking mm. about that as he dropped me off. And I was like, yeah, like I, I could have this privacy of illness, right? Where I'm mm. sick and I'm home alone and I get to like, you know, walk from my bedroom to the bathroom, my underwear or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that anyways, yeah. but like to, to have this, <laughs> to have this illness um, and then have this privacy of it. But honestly, like if I had the privacy of this illness, I probably wouldn't have had to like recognize like, Oh, I need to go to the hospital or like, Oh, I am not well enough to go get my own groceries. And I like have mm-hmm. to rely on the kindness of, my housemates who see how ill I am, mm-hmm. right? To, you know, like step up and be like, hey, like, mm-hmm. can we get you anything? Can we do anything for you? It's tempting to want to just lock yourself in your room. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or in your own home, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it prevents you from like maybe accepting that you need help or accepting that you need somebody to enter into this mm-hmm. privacy to like to be community to you and mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, to to be a servant to you if you need it, right? Mm-hmm. It can be hard to admit, but it's uh, privacy is not all it's cracked up to be. I think no, not maybe quite. no, yeah, mm-hmm. great, okay, all right. A couple and we questions. also don't really do secret little things for each other. But now that Glenn said that, I definitely want I'm to leave a Hershey <laughs> oh, kiss on each of your pillows. Just, you know, when I yeah, stuff does. I do it. I do. Stuff sure. does for it's sure. It's mostly in the name of the kettle. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and emptying like the, the dish racks. Stuff, yeah. stuff does secret like, things. Like things like and we're such jerks that we just like. Time for that. We're just like, wow, life lines up well when you have faith, but really, stuff's like Inspector Gadget's penny running around. For sure, got you guys both Valentine and Easter chocolates on different occasions. I will just. I'm just like, wow, chocolate happened. Stuff like thrifting and just like bring me home a cool jacket or something. Mm. So mm-hmm. uh, that's great. Yeah. Nice okay. Um, Amy says first, good job at the podcast. Well, that's mostly for Glenn. Thank Man, you. You guys she are being so nice. Uh, she found us through your Instagram account, Meredith. You're cool. kidding. Cool. No, true story, bro. Uh, because you asked on the pod, here are my questions. Question number one. This is the big one. How would you approach pets with the living arrangement? Oh, oh gosh. We've had this Murder discussion so okay. I got to say, we so wanted a dog. They had a baby instead. These three have been a asking compromise. for a puppy or Named a dog. Tangerine. We're going to name it Tangerine. No, I, you okay, will I would not. say actually, that, there was Lewis. actually a fourth tangerine rule. Lewis there was a fourth rule moving in and yeah. we all knew it, whether or not no it was pets. spoken no about. And, and while we'll tease and bug, no one has any expectations. There are no pets in our house. No. Yeah. We had rats I mean, a couple of times. Kevin and I are both like Allergic. I thought, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, yes. someone's allergic, so it's like I'm just so doesn't allergic. make sense. Yeah. And yeah. I also don't like them. Mm-hmm. I have had um, a cat. I have, I've had multiple cats. Mm-hmm. I've had guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. I've had hermit crabs. Mm-hmm. I love pets. Mm-hmm. I would too. never imagine bringing one into the house yeah. because that is just straight up the expectation. And I grew up with dogs. I loved it, but. We do have a friend who is living in community who mo- had people come in to the house who owned a dog. 
And um, I think they found a great way to navigate it. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll have to ask them because mm -hmm. I'm not going to answer for them. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Like, season, we don't really have, we can't really two. speak to that. Season we'll two, we'll find friends who do have I'll a dog. I will say one thing about a situation like that yeah. of friends that I have is that mm -hmm the people who don't own the dog straight up just said, we aren't doing anything about the dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not, not taking just, it, we're not walking Which it, is important to know that mm -hmm. yeah. one of the totally people in that agree. couple is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So right. I think that's like, it makes it easier. If you're going to move in with someone and you have a pet, like don't expect that they're going to take your dog out for a walk. I think, I think it's like exactly. having I mean, same a pet rules is, for a kid. You're not going to expect the other person to be caring for your kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And dog, yeah. dog, dog is a big one, right? Yeah. It's like from gerbil to dog. There's a couple of variants. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, like one of us could have a goldfish. So we're, we're no, prepared to negotiate on hermit crabs. No, gold, guys? no none of it. I, I mean, if I, I would get a one in my bed, I will. Oh, 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 we have our foothold. Like what? animals, goldfish, <laughs> sea monkeys, amphibians. Animals are Ew, a big gross. change. Animals yes. are a big yeah. impact. Animals, yeah. Like mm -hmm. they must be discussed with full severity, mm -hmm. especially if they don't live only mm -hmm. in your bedroom, yeah. because yeah. it is really putting this on everyone. And yeah. animals change, and animals get sick, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. and or kids cats enter the puke. situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just like you should treat it like a kid in my mind. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and quite frankly, I'd rather live with another baby than an animal. <laughs> I'm not a big pet person. Yeah. Yeah. I just find them annoying because they everyone's don't get, different. They don't mm -hmm. get smarter. Yeah. yeah, I know that I want to adopt a dog someday, but that's not going to be what makes me want to move out of our house like that'll right. just be exactly, something for yeah. a different chapter of my yeah, life mm. precisely yeah. i feel the exact mm -hmm. same way and that's yeah. the thing is like pets are different because they're like for they can be for chapters of your life just because they're mm -hmm. not with us as long as yeah. kids would be but yeah, mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah. um here's an interesting little thing regardless of how it started do you view the community as something you continue to do as something motivated by faith and values or my, more by the genuine belief that everyone gets something from the communal living so like is this like oh. a like faith thing or is this like a we all get something out of it, I think. Mm -hmm. Chicken or egg, egg, yeah. Yeah, that's what chicken that egg, is. for sure. Yeah. Uh, as they say in Harry Potter, a circle has no beginning. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay, thanks. Right. Next question. All right. <laughs> hey, we're going rapid fire, and then okay. I've got a, a bigger one to end. Knowing what you know now, would you do it again? I'd do it earlier. That was the same. I'd do it earlier. Yeah. yeah. I would put in a pitch to, to get into yeah. the house. I mean, I'd pick oh, different yeah. people, but no, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um Okay, so so here's the the last heavy question. Then this comes from our friend Jenna. Mm -hmm. um, she said, uh, "Hey friends, great podcast! All exclamation Thanks, marks, Jenna. all capitals." Here's my question in. for you: um, Are you nervous about anyone moving out and how that will go for Clementine? I understand mm -hmm. there are lots of people there on different schedules, and she has her own two parents. But do you think it would be hard and confusing for her? Um, this person says that she has two housemates that play a huge role in her kid's life. We do just about every morning and every evening with them. Um, one of the housemates picks him up from daycare once a week and will often babysit him. Mm -hmm. The first couple hours we are awake before everyone else, he asks for them. Mm -hmm. In one year, they will be moving far away. I have a million concerns about it. Please mm -hmm. tell me mm -hmm. your thoughts. Huh. I feel weepy. Oh, man. One. I will say I'm not a natural worrier. Mm -hmm. I'm generally pretty optimistic about things. And until mm -hmm. I read that question in the inbox, I had never mm -hmm. thought about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think like, it's, but yeah. since then, I've been thinking about it a little yeah. bit more. I think yeah. it's one of those things where it's like you can't plan ahead. Maybe you can do a little planning for how you're yeah. going to do. I like what I mean is like, like live every, live every day. Like, mm. it's you. like just live into your situation every day, mm -hmm. fully mm -hmm. embrace every part. Don't try to kind of like wean your kid off of these relationships now. Yeah, like absolutely. let them fully embrace mm -hmm. just these friends and these relationships, yeah. like live into it, absorb it. Like change means loss. Loss means grief. That's going to happen. And yeah. that is, 
that's just going to be a tough thing that you have to mm-hmm. go through as a parent, but you are going to have to teach your kid about grief and loss eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nice thing about this is that like, like to think about it more positively is like, um, these people aren't dying. They're, they're moving mm-hmm. and the relationship mm-hmm. is changing, mm-hmm. but like there is still a way for their, them mm-hmm. to have yeah. a presence mm-hmm. in your kid's life. It will have to change. But again, I'm just like, that's just going to be a lesson that your kid has to learn at some point. Yeah. So them getting familiar with that, and having these wonderful relationships again to draw from in the first place, I think will be really mm. special for them. Mary, um, you used to live with a couple and yeah. they had two kids. Yeah. And they had two kids. So the older one was how old when you left? He was um, like, he was two, two and a half. So he was still pretty small. I like, I, I keep a little bit in touch with the parents, but I don't think the kids remember me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. I feel like, like I have more feelings about like missing those kids than, than they would remember of me. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think that like they've had other housemates, mm-hmm. um, cause they moved as well after I left. Their How house. old are those kids now? Those kids. Oh gosh. Sebastian is like in kindergarten now. So Whoa. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Cute. he's five okay. and she's like three. Yeah. Um, so they're running around and they're, you Sweet. know, yeah, they're, they're yeah. bigger kids now. So, so I don't know how old you're, well, I guess it's, it's a friend of ours. We know their kid will be, um, a toddler, yeah. uh, when this happens. So they, they will have some sense of it. It sounds like it, it might be a little harder for you as a parent. Mm-hmm. So you have yeah. all my empathy because yeah. that will be hard. Yeah. Um, I think it's, um, I hope you have hope that at some point, if you want to do community living again, it will still be really rich and worthwhile. Mm-hmm. And yep. like, there is a downside that like when people move out that mm-hmm. again, change, loss, grief, that all, that whole mm-hmm. process happens. One thing I've found helpful in parenting so far is to think of my life in seasons. Mm-hmm. So I had the stay at home mom season, which was really amazing. And I saved it for everything that it was. Now I have the working mom season and we have the three housemate season, which maybe mm-hmm. eventually will be a two housemate mm-hmm. season. Like yeah. who knows what will happen. Are you going to kill yeah. one of us? <laughs> you know? The only way That's I'm leaving that house is in a body bag. Season two. <laughs> two. No, How to get away with murder. Cereal. Thinking of it that way helps yes. me embrace every season of life for what it is rather than being scared that things are going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think something that like you and I have talked about with Clem, there's a balancing act between mm-hmm. telling your kids only our biological family is family and telling yes. our kids mm-hmm. like everyone is your parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yes. that that's like a really important balance. There's some nuance mm-hmm. there to saying like, what is this that we're doing here? Mm-hmm. And, and it's something between the neighbors are living with us mm-hmm. yeah, and kind of. um, our family is living with us. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't really know what the line is, but like you guys are more than neighbors, um, but you're not quite part of our nuclear family Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a way that I think makes all of us free to be individual people, but also free to like honor the relationships that we have. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like, I think Clem knows mom and dad are different than, you know, Boo and Steph and Mare, Mm -hmm. but Boo, Steph and Mare are very, very special people. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're different from, you know, her aunts and uncles, but Mm -hmm. they're very special people. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's an important thing to preserve. Mm -hmm. I had, um, I had a uh, really close friend of mine have um, a son when she was in high school. And um, for quite a while, I did end up living with her um, and just in general being very involved in her life and her son's life. And um, uh, probably maybe five or six years ago, there was a little bit more space in our relationship and we grew apart and I then moved away even further and... um, I guess maybe like the relationship between me and him definitely shifted, but, um, and he's now 11, um, but he still knows me to see me and recognizes me. And um, like the couple times that I've seen him since, he still asks me questions about things that he remembers from like Mm -hmm. us growing up together. And I mean, he's 11 year old boy. He doesn't 
he's not really that interested <laughs> in most of the yeah, things that I'm saying. But at the same time, um, he's not like worse off for it. Um, I've also seen um, in that time when she was a single mom, she also uh, dated um, a, mm. a couple guys or at least one that I can remember for quite a while. And um, they ended up breaking up. But I know they handled their breakup a little bit differently because it had been a couple years mm -hmm. and he was involved. So he they communicated with him. And mm -hmm. for a mm -hmm. while, like he was allowed to like communicate with this ex for a while mm -hmm. too, because that relationship was also something that mm -hmm. um, the mom wanted to preserve. So mm -hmm. I think yeah. that there's like definitely ways to approach it that mm -hmm. bring the kid mm -hmm. into it. But I yeah. also know that like mm -hmm. this little guy is loved so much and he has so, um, so many wonderful mm -hmm. people in his life. And I don't think that he's hurting because mm -hmm. he had a great experience with me yeah. at some point in his life. And um, like, I'm thankful for the opportunity I had to be a part of his life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um I mean, I think that like it's scary and it's going to be hard, but like mm -hmm. so is sleep training. Yeah. <laughs> like, sleep training is hard too. Like yeah. um, mm -hmm. you're you're gonna get through this. Yeah. It's gonna be hard mm -hmm. on you, it's gonna be hard on them, mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard on mm -hmm. little Jay, but yeah. um you're all gonna get through this. And mm -hmm. it it doesn't mean that you should avoid or push mm -hmm. off bringing amazing, important people into your life mm -hmm. or into his life mm -hmm. because there's mm -hmm. a chance that this could happen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. kids understand so much more than we give them. They're really resilient. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would say like start talking about that long before they move away. And yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say too. Yeah. Yeah. And like mm -hmm. make it into a story, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. you know, our friends are going to go on a big yeah. plane and they're yeah. going to fly over and the ocean. We get mm -hmm. to talk to them on the computer. Yeah. 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 Let's say like even like we lived with housemates before this. We didn't have mm -hmm. kids. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like once you can name it as like this is a season and like um, I know in our church, we have people that move all the time. It's mm -hmm. this, it can be the feeling of like, oh, they're leaving us or it's mm -hmm. this grief and that is part of it. But also it's like, wow, we are scattering friends around the mm -hmm. world. And mm -hmm. when we go to Australia, we'll get to see them someday. Mm -hmm. And when we yeah. go to Vancouver, like mm -hmm. there's a story you tell yourself there that mm -hmm. can let you be really present to the good moments mm -hmm. that you have, but also see it as mm -hmm. like a success that like they're, when our last mm -hmm. housemates moved out, it was like, wow, they're moving out and we did it. Mm -hmm. Like we loved each yeah. other till the end. Yep. Mm -hmm. And finish now well. that chapter is finish finished well. yep. Yep. and we get yeah. a new friendship mm -hmm. on the other side. Yeah. And I also think there's a bit of a teaching moment there to talk about like, mm -hmm. yes, we love our specific housemates, mm -hmm. these people, but when they move out, maybe someone else moves in and mm -hmm. it's a sort of lesson on like, community living mm -hmm. less than it is about the specific people mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah. it is about the community mm -hmm. right yeah. where yeah. like the communities like mm -hmm. grow and change and morph and like mm -hmm. and our house is a place places. where different people mm -hmm. come in and that yeah. room is for different yeah. people to stay mm -hmm. in yeah. 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 yeah community is somebody Some actually asked this question mm -hmm. earlier we didn't get to it but they they quoted bonhoeffer mm -hmm. um oh and my talking, goodness i'm gonna read yeah. this quote yeah. this is a good way to yeah. end um bonhoeffer wrote those who love their dream of christian community bonhoeffer was a pastor uh, those who love their dream of a Christian community more than they love mm -hmm. the Christian community itself become destroyers of that community, mm -hmm. even though their personal intentions might be so honest, earnest, and sacrificial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something in there to what you guys are saying that... Boy, that's a the, heavy question. It's a heavy <laughs> line. That's so why we didn't go there. But, it's but there's, there's something about like, mm -hmm. we are loving hospitality and we're loving community mm -hmm. even more than it, these particular people. Like, mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of the world is looking for like, where are my people? Where's my family? Where's my tribe? Mm -hmm. And what we're trying to live um, is a is a kind of hospitality that is like who needs a home, who's in our home for this mm -hmm. season, who mm -hmm. are we called to love, mm -hmm. but like 
I mean, we would probably use the language even of God. Like Mm -hmm. we are loving something transcendent and we are called to welcome Mm -hmm. the stranger, Mm -hmm. which is even bigger than this particular arrangement of Mm -hmm. our community, Mm -hmm. which in this moment is such a gift, but Mm -hmm. won't always be that way. And I just want to like affirm this person by saying like, you have given your son such a wonderful gift by inviting housemates into his life. And like, I just think that like, like it's going to be a hard time to, to transition, but like, if you can just think about it, the fact that like you are, you're giving your son another gift by like being able to shepherd your family through these transitions, like Mm -hmm. the things that he'll be learning how to do and the ways that he'll be learning to navigate like relationships and change. Like that's something that some people don't learn until they're adults and are less well adjusted for it. So like you, like I know it's hard to think about now because there will be some hard feelings associated, but like you, you have given your son a gift so far and yourself and you will continue to bless your son by just continuing to, to, yeah, like navigate this, um, pardon me. Um, yeah. And like mm-hmm. teach him how to handle it. And you give those people a gift of, of your kid, mm-hmm. which is like something that does also, mark you. gave you. yourself a gift yeah. by having help when you have a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have a good job. Yeah. Guys, all speaking of so things. So this is win, win, win. <laughs> win, yeah. win, win. Speaking of things that don't last forever. <gasps> We're sorry to everyone whose questions we didn't get to. There were so many that came in, but this Mm -hmm. is officially the end of what might be season one. We aren't quite sure where this is going to go, but this is the end of the podcast at this point. This is Mm -hmm. like the end of episode five. (laughs) That's the end of episode five. And definitely there will not be a new episode next week. Um, But we've had a lot of fun doing this. And yeah, I, I mentioned this in the intro, but we are hoping to do something else down the line. There may be a season two of this in the next six months to a year. So please like stay subscribed mm-hmm. and um, keep this in your feed and mm-hmm. hopefully you'll see a new horribly denim clad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what our branding for season two <laughs> would like be. I feel like black turtlenecks is the next step. Yeah, we've yeah. got ideas. No, we're going to wear orange. And ideas. I will say if you've got like an anecdote, a story, a comment on the podcast, or yeah. you want to tell us about your like strange and interesting we're gonna living keep that situation, open. Yeah. send an email. Yeah, yeah. send an yeah. email to askahousey yeah. at gmail.com because mm-hmm. we are hoping with season two to do some of this stuff, but even to expand to guests mm. or, or different ideas. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're going to like take yeah. a break. We're going to live some life together, but we are hoping to revisit this. But in the meantime, before we get there, uh, oh, and also shout out to the people who said, will there be a season two? There's a couple <laughs> people that wrote in just in the That's last nice. like 10 minutes. If you want there to be a season two, tell more people to listen. Yeah, I mean, if this thing hits like 100,000 downloads, Put we'll do a season two quicker. Have an unintentional Brought party. to you by Squarespace, the best yeah. way to make it. Um, <laughs> Brought to you by A listener in Bosnia wrote in. It's so great. So yeah, thanks Bosnia and thanks friends everywhere. Yeah. Uh, before we yeah, go. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Like, oh, it's yeah. so a amazing. long commitment to sit for like, five hours worth of chatter of five and people. And we are definitely first time podcast hosts. Yeah. You can oh, hear it. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so thank you guys. So thanks um, for your patience. Quick around the circle. Where can people find you if they want to track you personally oh, before dear. the next oh, podcast jumps up? Lord. Give your, your links of, of choice. Start with Mare. Um, so Most I, uh, outside, oh my gosh. Most followers. Um, I am an illustrator and cartoonist. And if you want to find stuff about my work and just like, you know, everything related, uh, my website is meredithplayground.com. And then my Instagram handle, um, that has a lot of my art is, uh, is also Meredith Playground. That's M E R E D I T H playground like the playground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it just like kind of drops off after that my so good. instagram lots is of clem pictures the most clem, clem pictures that's true i do have a lot of clem yeah, photos too yeah. just meg mm-hmm. makes on instagram but you can also just send your uh feedback to the email yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I'm on Instagram as well, and I think that's probably the best place. I would love, I love getting messages on Instagram because it's the one notification sound that sounds different than all the other notification sounds. Ooh. So that's you the can, exciting you can one. Change that, you know that. I like it the way it okay, is. Okay, okay Steph. Just turn them um, off. So yeah, my uh, Instagram is uh, at b e n l o o t e n s at ben lutens. Ben lutens. Hey, ben don't. Lutens. The true lutens. My MySpace account is <laughs> nice. I see. Cue me. Oh. My Instagram handle is Steph Dubs with three B's. D u b b b. Steph with an F. Um, and that's where you can find me. And I'm uh, at Kevin Makins, and uh, you can add me on there. I also make YouTube videos, which these have been uploaded to youtube.com slash Kevin Makins, M-A-K-I-N-S. And I have a weekly sermon podcast, which is Eucharist Church. So if that God episode was getting your spiritual side tingly. I heard some uh, people cried. I don't know. I I got a little emotional at some of those things. So Eucharist is a weird word. It's spelled E-U-C-H-A-R-I-S-T. Eucharist Church is the podcast. Look it up. Okay, guys. Here's there's only one way I think we can end mm-hmm, this. Not mm-hmm. by. It was a big shout by. out. Big shout out. No, we'll we'll do shout outs at the very. That's the post log. But right oh, now okay. we have. I think we could end with this. You're like getting up out of your chair. Guys, guys, doing? get ready. Wait, are you gonna? Oh no, are you touching me? On. Oh, no, I, guess oh, I thought, thought you were gonna fart. Really really I was like, I'm looking at the potty song. Like we know what we're going to do. Do you have to go? No, let's sing the potty song. Can we sing the potty song? On intentional community. We live together in a house. <laughs> we you, can't Garrett. get the tune perfectly right no, because Derek can sing in like half and quarter notes. I just like you looked at that. us like we all knew. Okay, how about we were this one? Do if you have to go potty, no, stop, stop and go, go right away. <laughs> Flush <laughs> and wash and be on, on your way. way. <laughs> it's our house. Bye. Okay, bye guys. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to the Unintentional Community Podcast. We'll be back at some point with the season two, but a couple of quick shout outs. Sheepdog Studio in downtown Hamilton, Ontario. Check them out. Come on out. Get your stuff recorded here. Uh, And also, thank you so much, Gareth Inkster, for that super earworm jingle. And make sure to go check out his new album last year on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you get your music. And that's it for this season. We'll see you in some time. Have a great day.